Thank you for joining us for a Kingdom Thoughts conversation with one of our founders on Insight Now. You can watch live streams on Facebook and YouTube. We hope that you enjoy the conversation. Hey, Daniel. Hi, Mark. Hi. Well, um, how are you doing? Doing good. Yeah, we're good. Um, yeah, we're starting a little bit later, fifteen minutes um, later. Just to try a new format a little bit, where we just spend a little bit, a bit longer, processing some stuff, mm. and then we have uh, uh, just about a thirty-minute uh, uh, live stream today. Mm-hmm. So um, you're doing doing pretty good. Yep, doing great. Just been in the process of the move. Um, mm-hmm. So I am on my iPad in the spare bedroom tonight because uh-huh. I no longer have an office. Uh-huh. So, but um, yeah, it's good. Life is good. You're officeless. Officeless. <laughs> it's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's. Um... How about we dive straight into just what we've been talking about and just okay. to, to get going. Right. So, you know, we know that all of our call, all of our live streams really are um, really focused on the kingdom and uh, what that looks like, what that looks like in life, what that looks like in the business marketplace, what, what prophetically that, that things are. And, uh, and we, we come to each, each of these calls, right. Um, or each of these um, live streams, um, Really, just asking, okay, God, what do you want to speak about today? You mm-hmm. know, and uh, we are much about discovery, and so really, all we're doing is just inviting other people to discover with us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of the some of the sorts of things that uh, are going on. We we're hanging out in in Colossians a little bit today, and uh, uh, you've been hanging in there for for um, uh, a while, and uh, so we. We're going to dive straight in there, talking about some kingdom realities, talking about the kingdom. What mm-hmm. does that look like? Um, and um, um, I think you've got a bit of scripture just there. That yeah, yeah. What do you yeah, got? Yes, so I want to start with uh, Colossians one twenty six, and it says, "There is a divine mystery, a secret surprise that has been concealed from the world for generations." But now it's being revealed, unfolded, and manifested for every holy believer to experience. Living within you is the Christ who floods you with expectation of glory. This mystery of Christ embedded within us becomes a heavenly treasure chest of hope, filled with the riches of glory for His people, and God wants everyone to know it. Oh, that's pretty amazing, isn't it? It's just that's <laughs> It just says scripture. So, you know, one of the things that I, I say and, and, and say a lot is that the kingdom is not built, it's discovered, which mm-hmm. is what he's talking about there. There's, there's some of these things that have been kept from the world um, and there there is no end to the kingdom. There's there's no, no place where you finally arrive that you've discovered everything because if that's the case, then eternity is going to be pretty boring. Because we will have discovered it all, mm-hmm. um, so there's no end. There's no end of the discovery, and of course, the kingdom is multi-dimensional. It's multifaceted. It's there are so many different places to to look at. That's why you can read a particular scripture just like that. And and today 
we unpack some things only to come back to it sometime later and discover mm -hmm. discover some more so let's just let's just have a look at it there's a divine mystery oh, uh, I, like I mean that. surely that must just say it all there you know like one of the things that that people have to become very comfortable with in the kingdom is mystery mm -hmm. you know um and because there are so many things that you cannot get to the answers to it you know you know what what does this look like what does it mean i remember in the early days when you had encountered the, the gifts of the spirit and the holy spirit and all of those sorts of things you were always wanting answers you know like tell me <laughs> what what does this look like you know tell me how does this work you know all those sorts of things and there's so many so many times when it was like uh i i I don't know. It just is, <laughs> you know. So you know. Mm -hmm. So tell tell me, you know, how how can you how can you speak in tongues a language that you've never learned, mm -hmm. and how can you speak for hours? You could do it for days. Mm -hmm. Um, you know. So so what is the, what's the, um, how, how does that work? You know. <laughs> you know. How how does it how does it work? Oh, we can try to explain uh, it. <laughs> of course, you can try to explain it, but you know, it's like, um, uh, you know, th there's been, you know, so many events around us that you can't explain. Oh yes. You know, <laughs> um, and so there's this divine mystery. So you have to become really okay with not just, oh, it's okay, but really okay with living with mystery. Mm-hmm. Right in in not understanding how that happened or why that happened or why that took place, mm -hmm. uh, and I think that um, sometimes that we can become uh, more disappointed and more offended that we're supposed to be because we're trying to find out why and because we want an answer to something where there's no answer. Well, I think one of the I think one of the bummer parts about us wanting or needing answers and not being okay with mystery is that um, we we don't get to experience the more because we we actually remove ourselves from the mystery because I can't explain it um, then I develop a fear over it um, which we know you know Jesus said he didn't come in a spirit of fear and so I think it, I think that's something we all need to pay attention to but uh, we develop a fear in it which then robs us of um, Yep. the more or you know what what the father has in store for us yeah um so you know so I, I like to i like to keep going back to foundational core things um for me uh, about uh, you know kingdom life mm -hmm. and um um you know so foundationally i find myself keep going back to the fact is that jesus his very first mentions really of the kingdom was that we had to repent or change the way that we think because the kingdom is close at hand or it's near mm -hmm. right so what he was saying was look the kingdom is near it's really close to you it's far closer than you think it is but you're gonna have to change the way that you think in order to embrace it you just won't get it otherwise mm -hmm. um, you just you you just won't be able to touch it you won't be able to get the dimensions um, uh, of that that's the first thing the second thing is that he's told us that the will of God is that what happens in heaven would happen on earth and that we call to heavenize earth. Mm -hmm. And so therefore, Paul is declaring in Ephesians that we're seated in heavenly places right now. Mm -hmm. 
that's where we're seated. And, and, and it's understandable that that would have to be the case if it's the will of God to bring heaven to earth, right? You'd have to have people who are positioned in the halfway place in two realms at once in order to be able to achieve that. Otherwise, we wouldn't have been able to achieve it. Mm -hmm. So that's a fundamental place is that we're seated in this heavenly place. We're seated in heaven now. We don't have to die to be in heaven. When you die, you step into eternity, mm -hmm. right? So we're in this we're in this place right at the moment, and I think that that's what he's that's what he he's got this Paul's got this foundational thinking or understanding or truths that when he talks about, he then says, "Now it's being revealed. Mm -hmm. Now it's being unfolded." And manifest for every holy holy believer to experience, but what he, I don't think he's communicating there is that it's been it's been revealed and that's it. No, no, and, it, and it's been unfolded and that's it, and it's been manifested and that's it. What I think he's really saying it's being revealed and it's being revealed and it's well, still yeah, keep it's being, being revealed. Yeah, it's being. It's not that it is revealed. He didn't say yeah. it has been revealed yeah. or it is revealed. It's that it's being revealed unfolded yeah. which you know is something when we unfold something there's there's layers you know as we yeah. unfold unfold the paper yeah. which i think is the multi multi-dimensional part mm. right so that there's there's these different dimensions of revelation or revealing and there's different dimensions of unfolding and different dimensions of this you know manifested bit but it's pretty exciting isn't it really when you when you when you think mm. about just this particular verse, and you know, we got other verses that we wanted to go into. Um, living within you is the Christ who floods you with the expectation of glory. Mm -hmm. Like we have built in us an expectation mm -hmm. of glory. Yeah, I know, and I like the next part where he says the mystery of Christ embedded within us. And that, so, here's the thing: you realize I, I truly believe when I'm reading this that the fullness of Christ, which Paul talks about. So the fullness of Christ is in us, but it's a mystery to see it unfolding, right? Like it's all inside of us, but we get to experience the unfolding of it within our lives. Um, I think that's what he's talking about. You know, it's like it's embedded within us. Um, you know, there's the, the, the glory, the expectation of glory, like we have that inside of us and there's an unfolding or a working of that coming out, of that expectation or that, you know, anyway. Well, the, the, the next part talks about, because you, <laughs> you, you just imagine discovering a, a chase, a tr treasure chest. You yeah, know, like those pirate chests. Yeah. You know, the Paris of Caravan or some of those other places where you see these big, heavy, rounded top treasure chests mm -hmm. that um, are, are opened, right? So if you think about opening a treasure chest, treasure chest, treasure, <laughs> treasure chest of hope, uh, filled with the riches of glory for his people and God wants to know, wants everyone yeah, to know it. know it. So it's like, here's this treasure chest. It's filled with amazing, glorious things and glorious experiences, glorious revelations, glorious things. And, and it's just like opening it up. Opening it up. 
you know, and then he said, but then he says, you know, and God wants everyone to know it. And I think that's a twofold deal. He wants us to know the treasure that's within us, but he also wants the world around us to see the treasure that's in us as well. The interesting thing about, you know, some of the pictures in my thinking about a treasure chest is that they often have a lock on it. Mm-hmm. You know, that like you, you have to actually unlock it. And when Jesus was talking to the disciples and Peter gets the revelation that 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 Jesus was the Christ, the anointed one, mm-hmm. you know, and he said, well, on that revelation, I'm going to build my church. Now I'm going to give you the keys of the kingdom so mm-hmm. that they and us have keys. We have keys to unlock, mm-hmm. to, to actually, and this is one of those things that I think is that we have the key, an identity key or a key that enables us to unlock something um, and to to unlock the treasure chest um, because we have we have been given the right keys. We've been given the keys to it. Mm-hmm. So let's go across to... Um, you know, chapter three, where I mean, there's there's so much in all of this. You know, we we, you know, we, it, it's just just an amazing. You know, I mean, every book of the Bible is amazing, but mm-hmm. there are, there are almost like seasons where certain things are. So mm-hmm. what we have in in chapter three is, you know, Paul starting to say, Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. Mm-hmm. Like. Sometimes you can you can read something and just like yeah, yeah it just, it's almost like you skim past it or <laughs> not that you you know not that you you're not just you, you it's not that you're disregarding it it's just like if you take a pause and just think on you know a scripture like this Christ's resurrection and we know he was resurrected mm-hmm. we know that he didn't stay dead that he conquered death right and he mm-hmm. And he rose again. We know that he was resurrected. Mm-hmm. Right? So his resurrection is also our resurrection. Mm-hmm. So once we were dead because of the sin, because of the de- separation between God, right? We, we, we come into a place where we're born again and we're born into uh, adoption as sons mm-hmm. and daughters yes. of the king. Mm-hmm. So that this resurrection has now seated us in heavenly places, right? Yes. Yeah, Paul goes, yeah, he talks about that. Mm-hmm. The, this is why. I, I quite like it when you get this thing is saying, okay, here's, here's this truth. Here's this truth is that Christ's resurrection is your re- resurrection. Mm-hmm. Right? That, that's, that's profound in itself. And then he goes on to say, now this is why. We are to do something. What is it? What is it, Daddy? What are we going to do? We're going to yearn for all that is above. So we yearn for that which is above. So what what, what does yearn mean? Uh, it means to have a desire um, to, I mean, I can't remember all of them. <laughs> we looked well, them up. We, we looked it up. So the, so the Greek for there is, and then the new, uh, new King James Version, it talks about seeking. To see, right. yeah, the, the passion right. translation, which we're working out of, is yearn. It's also desire, you know. And so the, these words are, uh, you know, quite 
uh, strong, excuse me, strong words. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 1, which Paul is talking about, you know, to earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, especially that you prophesy. Mm -hmm. So he's saying earnestly desire. So th this is a this is a jealous, zealous type um, word. It's a coveting um, word. And so this is what he's saying. Let's look, because Christ was has risen from the dead, he's been resurrected, and you too have been resurrected. So you've been brought into a new life, into a whole new era of, of living. This is why, that's why mm -hmm. you to do something. That's why you are to have this desire. So, you know, you were telling me beforehand, what's been happening for you when you've really been putting this into a priority in your, in your, in your life? What's been going on? No, yeah, so I was I was talking to you about uh you know see, let's just put so seek first the kingdom of heaven, which you know, so seek again, yearn to desire the kingdom of heaven. I believe that's what he's talking about right here, which we'll get in as we go on. But I've found in my life it's I called a, you know, a revelation I've had personally, is that uh the more that I desire the things of, of the kingdom, you know, to know I mean, there's a lot of things, but the more I desire the things of the kingdom, the less the repetitive sin things or the things I deal with in my life have effect in my life. Because when they come, I'm just like, no, I'm desiring. I, I want to know God so much more that these things have no, it's like, just get away from me. Like, whereas before it was like, man, I'm, I'm kind of down. And yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and just give in to this thing. It's so hard. Oh my gosh, you know. Um, but when my so, desires are put, you know. So. so what you've done is that you've crowded out your life with good things. So there's hmm. not much room for the things that used to bother you or draw you away. So, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I think I find that too, is that when I, I, I uh, don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> I, you know, like I, I'm, I've just got time on my hands, you know, I, I'm more likely to think on things mm -hmm. that are not so good. And, and I, I mean things like discouragement and, um, you know, um, feeling sorry for myself, you know, a little bit sort of pity party type sort of a thing. Um, because I've got time to, I've got, I've got room for that. Mm -hmm. But when you crowd out your room with good things, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's like a, like, you know, perfect love casts out all fear. Well, the reason that the fear is being cast out is because the the experience and the knowledge and the understanding of, of that perfect love is pushing the fear out. You know, so it's, it's, it's what we really call or what we've been th replacement theology or replacement theory. So the replacement theory is about what you replace these sorts of things, doubts and those sorts of things mm -hmm. with. So that the more that you fill the vessel of you with the things of the kingdom, and I think that's why he's saying yearn for, seek after, seek first these things. And and you're talking about, well, that's what's been happening for you. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, when I look at it, I think of it as like keeping a fire going, right? Um, you know, it talks about, we, we call, you know, Christians are on fire, you know, they're so eager. And I think about um, the way I've been picturing it, which so often I do, I picture things is that 
it's like every decision I make either puts a log on the fire or doesn't. And it's my, I have to keep fueling that fire. You know, it's like the, and the bigger the fire grows, the more, um, the more that that consumes my life, the more that it burns all the rest away. Um, you know, um, and, and, you know, in this, we're talking, you know, we had talked about too, that, you know, it says that, you know, if we earnestly desire the, the things of the kingdom, that he'll give us the desire of our heart. And I think that ties in here, you know, it's yearn or desire for all that is above. It's like if you desire all that's above, the Lord promises to give that desire to you. You know, it's like put your desires towards the things that are above and I'll give you the desires. Which which I think is interesting too, because you, you just mentioned, you know, um, that Jesus told us to seek first the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, I don't think he was being you know, like legalistic, I was thinking, look, just the reality is that the more that you seek first the kingdom, because we know that the spiritual realm is so often the opposite of the of the natural, mm -hmm. you know, Maybe, yeah. or some things that have been developed. And so mm -hmm. therefore, when if you starve yourself, if you don't eat, right, you get hungry. Mm -hmm. But in the kingdom, the more that you participate of the kingdom, the hungrier you get. <laughs> yeah. So it's the, it's the opposite. So that's why fasting is beneficial to the body and it's powerful in the spirit, right? And, and people talk about fasting and we, you know, talk about the, the concept of fasting, but so is feasting. You can't have the one without the other. If you think about it, how much more do you value feasting when you've been fasting? Mm -hmm. Right, and if you just feasted all of the time, how fat and lazy you would get, um, and so how familiar you would become, and how used to you would get used to the feasting. Mm -hmm. Right now, um, but the whole point about that is it's it's meant to be the end. It's meant to be the both. Yeah, I but think. I, I think in that I think that's exactly what you're talking about. Is it's usually the opposite in the kingdom, right? So I think actually we're meant to fast on on in our natural, but when we're fasting in our natural, it's supposed to be a time set aside to feast in the spiritual. Yes. You know, yes. I mean, I think that's the thing. Is it's not that we're supposed to fast and just think about food for ten days. It's actually that the Lord's saying fast from food because that's where you put all your attention. Now put the desires of your heart on me through the fasting. Feast on the feast on me. Feast on the kingdom. Spend that time you would be eating and thinking about food. Um, and you know, and we think when we talk about desire, when we talk about these things, we all think of food. Like really, you know, like who I desire food or I crave food or all these things. So it's like the Lord's saying, put your desires towards me. Put your cravings towards me. Um, you know, for a time. And I want I wonder with this verse here, so this is why we are to yearn for all that is above. So let's just keep this going. <laughs> so Christ's resurrection is our resurrection, and because of that, this is why we are to yearn, desire, seek for all that is above. Because mm. that's where Christ is enthroned at the place of all power, power. honor, and authority. authority. So so it's like okay, so if, if you set your if you set your desire uh, set a yearning for that which is above, which includes power, honor, and authority, because that's where you're going to find it. You're not going mm -hmm. to find power, honor, and authority in other other places. It, mm -hmm. it, it has to come from on high. And so 
we know that all power or all authority is due under Jesus. We know that we know under, under heaven, all of that. But you have to first receive that to be able to give that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're just manufacturing in, in your own, own area. And then the next verse, and we, and we could be a lot time on those ones, but the next <laughs> verse is exactly what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Because he's saying, yes, feast on all of the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities and not with the distractions of the natural realm. Mm-hmm. Now, we know that we're in the world, but not of the world. Mm-hmm. We know that there are natural things that we have to attend to. Mm-hmm. We know that. It's not saying one or the other. It's not just saying, well, despise the, 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 you know, the flesh or despise the natural things and have these natural you know, but it's it's like the perspective of how to deal with life, how to deal with uh, in your business place, you know, market share, uh, how to deal with how to grow your business, how to treat your employees, how to treat your customers, all of these sorts of things, which are natural things, can also have a spiritual implication so that you actually... Uh, allowing the Holy Spirit to flow through you, that when you're talking to a potential customer, that you can be ministering to that person, and that person um, is is really being touched um, because they said something or you've spoken something to them in, or even just the, the fact that the integrity that you carry. Mm-hmm. They've been so used to people using them and not following through and not keeping their word that when they come in contact with somebody, who, who has been feasting on the treasures of heaven so that it seeps out. They, they, they catch those things. They see those attributes mm-hmm. coming out in the people that are operating within that business. Well, I think that that's, uh, that's exactly what you're talking about here. I think it's like a shift. So what if instead of feasting on the natural, like let's say we're in a business deal, Rather than worrying about whether the deal will go through or not, what if we actually worry about whether we're doing what heaven wants in this situation? So it's actually a shift. It's you know we talked about this um, before we got on, which I think is what we're going to get into here. Is um, it's the end again, but it's uh, what where do we live from? Do we live from a a uh, natural perspective? and then to heavenly perspective or do we live from a heavenly perspective and then to a natural perspective and that's where we're supposed to be is we're supposed to live from heaven to earth which means that if i'm in a business deal i'm thinking from heaven like what am i doing here in this business deal for heaven more than i'm thinking what am i doing here to put food on the table what am i what what do i need to do here to make him like me what do i need to do to make this deal close um and then we and then i think when we live in that perspective when we do what we know heaven would have us to do and the deal doesn't close, we're, we're actually thankful. Um, we go and we thank God that that deal didn't close because we know that it wasn't supposed to happen because we were living from heaven to earth and the natural wasn't the, you know, wasn't the, the focus. So, so that's an interesting place, isn't it? Because, um, you know, so often um, we, we can have a um a, a place in which we're trying to we're trying to get heaven we're trying to <laughs> trying to, to get make the heaven happen heaven. yeah we're trying to make heaven happen <laughs> but if if we if we really do understand i i live in the heavenly realm so i'm i'm learning how 
to release heaven to us. And the, the, the difficulty is that most of our lives, right, and mm -hmm. my life's just a little bit longer than yours, um, I've been taught. <laughs> you didn't have to say that, Daniel. Um, <laughs> you know, it can, it, it can be, a, a, I've been taught, we've been taught that we're really trying to obtain heaven. We're trying to grab hold of heaven. We're trying to, we're trying to reach heaven. We're trying to somehow mm -hmm. be good enough, somehow become spiritual enough to be able to grab hold of something in heaven. It's almost like God is dangling this carrot up there. And if I, if I could just somehow get it, that, that is what the, the, prodigal son was experiencing in the world not with the father mm -hmm. so it's learning how do i see from heaven how do i release what heaven has to this earth mm -hmm. i think it's uh how do i manifest heaven that's here rather than create heaven that i don't think is here yeah you know, you know what i'm saying because i mean that is right isn't that what happens it's like i think okay um, God's called me to be a great business guy, so I set myself to building the business, biggest business I can. I'm thinking in the natural. I'm going to create that big business, right? Yep. Instead of, you know, okay, how do I go about this from heaven's perspective? How, do I, how does this big business come about from heaven's? How do we manifest that business that's already there that yep. heaven wants to drop? Yeah, I, I think that what we are so often told, what we're so often um communicated is that we we have to just try a little bit harder to to get something or to mm -hmm. get these things um whereas if we if we're focused on doing that you know if that's our thinking then we don't have time for being a son or a daughter which is about releasing which we're about doing because we we've already said before that the will of god is that what happens in heaven would happen on earth heavenizing mm -hmm. earth and that's why he positioned us in that go-between place, in between two realms, so that we could do his will, so that we could accomplish that's what he desires to bring. And that's what you know Paul's writing from. The fact is that you know, because Christ was resurrected, we are Christ re re resurrected. That's mm -hmm. the truth. You see, now it's your responsibility to be able to set your desires, set your yearning, set your... You're seeking after the things of the kingdom, after the things of uh, the kingdom, but things of heaven, things that are that are located in the heavenly realms. That's what I want you to do. He said, I want you to discover the treasures of it. Um, and we know that Jesus has said, listen, th this is all close to you. It's really within your re easy reach. It's just that you don't think that it's available. You just don't think that that's the case. And that's that's really what continually comes up is the way that we think how we think about ourselves how we think about the position that we're in how do we how do we see you know all of those sorts of things and, and we were reading in in um, in two uh, in uh, one corinthians this design mystery that's why it's important mm -hmm. to accept that there's be okay with mystery right well, I think when we set our mind on heaven, you know, it says, so you're going back, it says Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. You know, it's really found in Jesus. It's about setting your eyes on Jesus and saying, Lord, what do you, you know, like, 
like you know that's the entry that's how we you know through the blood well you've <clears throat> you've obviously been intentional in recent times of going after some of these mysteries and going after some of the mystical sorts of things mm -hmm. you've had some amazing pretty experiences i wonder if you could um you know finish us off here today with a, a, a just praying over over people was, whether they're here uh, right now i was thinking that i would yeah good um or whether they're going to listen to this at some other point of time mm -hmm. you know on a podcast or wherever else so how about you go about it all right oh father we just come before you and lord uh i just thank you lord for the mysteries and uh and uh the surprises that you have for us father um, the secret surprises. Father, I just um, I just want to release to people who are listening now or listening later, Lord, just taste and see moments, Lord, of your mysteries. Father, um, that uh, people, Lord, that you would just release dreams and visions and experiences, manifestations, Lord, that there would be angels, that there would be, um, you know, atmosphere shifts in people's bedrooms tonight or even just after they they listen to this father that um that they could experience the mysteries that you have around them father i just pray lord that you'll put just a desire lord that you'll put lord that you'll put a just a, a an overwhelming burning desire in in these people uh that are watching this father to just um, go after you with all their heart lord to go after you uh just with a reckless abandon father to know your heart, Lord, and, and the, the mysteries of the universe that are captured in it, Father. As, as uh, Jesus was at the foundation, um, he spoke it into existence. And so, Father, all of the mysteries are contained um, in your heart. And so we just release that, just desire, just keep hearing desire, that, you would, that people would just desire you, Father. They desire to know the mysteries, or they desire to know the wonders, they would desire to go after the surprises, um, the treasure chests, um, Lord, that they'd go after your heart that contains all this. And so we just release this and we just thank you, Father. Amen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Daniel. Um, mm -hmm. Just, um, you know, um, just really feel like there's an impartation just to upgrade people in their desire. And uh, um, thanks for thanks for joining. Thanks for watching us today, whether you're watching us live or whether you're watching us later. We'd just really like you to like or share, subscribe, hit the bell. Uh, where is it? Whether it's on um, uh, on YouTube or on uh, Facebook, um, I really just um, love you to be doing that. So uh, thanks for thanks for joining us. Um, thanks for. Uh, listening to what we had to say, just hope that you receive something um, today. So, thanks a whole lot. Thank you for joining us today for this conversation. You can follow us, like, subscribe, and share out any of these episodes on Facebook, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can go to insightnow.co. Have a great day.